I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kia ora everyone and welcome back to a super exciting edition, or a dish should I say, of Culture Vulture. As per usual, I'm joined. Oh God, it was two abbreviations. As per usual, I'm joined by Liv. That's another abbreviation because her full name's Olivia. That's true, actually. Liv, how the hell are you? Yeah, no, doing well. I'm. Oh God, I'm just overthinking. I was thinking. About to say, are you talking to yourself in your head right now? Yeah, honestly, we've just been talking too much about inner monologues or internal monologues or inner voice or whatever you want to call it, and I am just overthinking my thinking right now. I honestly, I love it, and I'm glad that we're going to have a whole chat today about whether you have an inner monologue or not, or what your inner monologue manifests as, because. Me and Liv have two different ways of thinking, and we've always wanted to spend a day in each other's brains to see what it's like. And um, today we're gonna we're not gonna get to go into each other's brains, but we're at least gonna describe it to each other. And it'll be so interesting to see if you, beautiful listener, relate to either me or Liv or something else altogether. Naturally, first we're gonna start with naughty or nice, where I'm gonna talk about Dua Lipa and a copyright lawsuit she's going through at the moment, Liv, which oh, you'll be very, I very familiar with. I saw a headline of this and I really wanted to click on it, but I was on a plane, so I couldn't. Don't worry, because we've done a podcast all about music copyright before, and this falls into that very same category. Oh, I'm so interested. We've also got a slight Kanye West, or yay, um, mention this week. Not a huge one, not dwelling hugely. We did a wonderful, actually, episode that I'm really proud of last week where we spoke about bipolar disorder in relation to Kanye, but also in relation to how we treat celebrities, how we treat people, how we treat things we don't understand. Yeah, I would really recommend going and listening to that episode, especially if you're just really confused as to what to think about this Mm. whole Kanye situation and everything that's been going on on social media. So We've had some lovely responses from people who do actually um, live with bipolar disorder and the way that this episode, I think, spoke to them and put into words maybe what they've been wanting to say but haven't had a platform to say it like we do. Um, and so that has felt really good because it was it was a heavy one. It was a big one. But um, I definitely recommend going and listening to that. First of all, Olivia, what describes your week? Okay, what describes my week is, have you seen the show? Location, location, location. Oh, my God. Back at it again with the old people. No offense, any old people listening. Shows. Oh, so many old people shows because I went and visited my parents last week and my mum's obsessed with location, location, And you're still young, Anne. Yes, and you she's, don't gossip. she's not even 60 yet, so she's still young, doesn't gossip, honestly, never says a word. I <laughs> also changed location, oh. so I thought that was good. Yes, go you off. Know, yeah, absolutely. So that's what described my week. I also had a really horrible plane ride this morning. Mm. It was 
there was lightning and thunder and I couldn't see outside the side and the guy next to me was snoring really, really loudly and manspreading and I could barely fit my seat and it was just awful. So let's hope that turbulence doesn't describe your week because we just want you to have a bit of a, oh, a, bit of a steady one. Honestly, yeah, I absolutely. I struggle with turbulence anyway. It's so true. Oh, okay, well, location, location, location. Glad to have you back in this location. I'm so glad to be back in this location. Um, Luz, what described your week? What described my week was um, startups. Oh, So I have been watching The Dropout, which is oh. the TV show about Theranos, Elizabeth Holmes, like founder vibes, Fall From Grace. Is it kind of based on the podcast? Yes, it is based on the podcast and based on the true story. And I am loving it. It's amazing. I also started watching We Crashed, which is a Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yes. Like, I think like eight part series or something about the rise and fall of WeWork. Because you used to work in a WeWork office. I did. When I lived in Colombia, I worked in a WeWork for some futurists, actually. They didn't predict the crash of WeWork. (laughs) But, yeah, so I have been quite wrapped up in, like, the startup world. Also, we've got some really exciting shit you should care about stuff happening. And I've just been in the zone of, like, just wanting to work, like – I'm not promoting hustle culture at all, but for me, I've just been really... Lucy does thrive off of the hustle, but it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It absolutely shouldn't be for everyone. Um, And both the TV shows that I'm watching are about the downfalls of Mm. these founders who hustled too hard and started lying or, like, got really... You know, yeah, I'm so intrigued about the WeWork thing because I don't know anything about it. Oh, you should watch it because Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway are fucking amazing in it like it's like you're not watching a startup sort of tv show you're actually watching like a drama and a love story oh my god it's really really good these are also um my on my radars to continue watching these everyone i haven't got anything new for you um (laughs) but yeah so hopefully through watching these i'll see how uh it all went wrong for these other big ass companies and maybe future proof cisco (laughs) true true learning from their mistakes always a good way to start now into naughty or nice, Liv. As I mentioned earlier, Jewel Leaper, more like Jewel Lawsuits. <laughs> nah, that was an absolute reach. <laughs> it got that. our producer laughing. <laughs> was okay. that because of how bad that was, TIA? Yeah. yeah, he's nodding. Absolutely. But if you see it written, actually, no, I did. I Okay, full disclosure. I wrote about both these things for the newsletter this morning so that I could use them for Naughty or Nice. And when I wrote it, I also had trouble, like, sort of trying to get this pun to translate in text. So now I think maybe it only works in my brain, which, like, dual lawsuits, dual leaper. Like, I like, feel like I see where it's yeah. coming from, but it just, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't perform you out bitch. loud. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just telling you the truth. I, seriously? Here I am thinking it landed? No. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. (laughs) Anyway, so... In case you missed it, and this did happen a while ago, Dua Lipa has been hit with two lawsuits, both surrounding her song Levitating. Mm -hmm. You know, the one that's like, 
I want your favor. Yeah. 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 Everyone, you're I'm now, levitating. Yeah, yeah. You're aware of the song now. Um, so both lawsuits are for copyright infringements. One comes from a little Florida reggae band called Article Sound System, who yeah. accused Dua Lipa of copying their song Live Your Life. And the second is from songwriters Al Russell Brown and Sandy Linzer, who say that she stole from two of their songs, Wiggle and Giggle All Night and Don Diablo. What, two songs in the same song? Yeah. So they must have copied one one of them from the other. Plagiarizing themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, it's true, Liv. I listen to especially Live Your Life and Levitating, Mm -hmm. and they do sound incredibly similar. Right. But this takes us back to the exact same conversation that we had on our podcast episode, No, Olivia Rodrigo is not stealing your music, which Mm -hmm. we recorded months ago now, where um, Olivia Rodrigo came under fire for apparently copying Misery Business, the song by Paramore. So... The whole thing here is that basically in Western music, I mean, I'm going to run through this because we did a whole podcast. I'm going to do it quite quick. In Western music, there are like 12 notes, right? For pop music, mostly majors, there are like seven notes. So you can probably put two and two together and know that there are a handful of progressions and a handful of like melodies uh, that you can like possibly choose from. Mm -hmm. There is still, like, it's possible to make original music, of course it is, and to sound original, but it also is very possible that by accident you might sound like a little unknown reggae band. the time. So this is where musicologists come in, and again, we spoke about this a lot on on our previous podcast episode, but a really well-known musicologist, E. Michael Harrington, who says that Dua Lipa will be fine when it comes to these copyright lawsuits because... Because of what they're actually accusing her for. Yeah. Uh, He doesn't think that it has grounds for Uh a lawsuit. He compares it to having a conversation in the English language. Like, Uh there's only a set amount of words unless you make God, I plagiarise myself in conversations all the time. Oh, my God, I know. And he says, like, sometimes this leads to this leads to this. It's just like in music with melodies. Like, Totally. You just get there. You hear one thing and then your brain transfers it into something else and then you do that a couple of times you got a new song yeah so he said that what juries need to understand is that you can independently come up with the same notes without copying in the episode that i keep referring to of culture culture that Liv and i already recorded um we talked about what is protected under copyright law which doesn't include thing- things like the key and the tempo and no. the instrumentation it talks about, like, expressions or series of expressions, like a series of lyrics or a series of pitches or rhythms or chords or harmonies that have been done before. And, like, that sounding alike yeah. isn't enough. It's not enough. And it should not be enough. It should not be. Well, it just means for creativity that sucks because it means that if you think of something yourself – but you don't put it out there because you're too terrified of being taken down because it sounds similar to something. It's you'll just never create a hundred percent, and it's that whole conversation of like making things commercial and people trying to just grab money from, you know, people that are having success with exactly. their songs. That's exactly what it is. And again, in the episode me and Liv already recorded, we spoke about Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams' mm-hmm. lawsuit for blurred lines, where they actually paid five million dollars for plagiarizing in quotation marks plagiarizing Marvin Gaye's "Got to Give It Up." up and that set a precedent that like anyone now can go and say that you copied my work because that yeah that one was wild because 
it wasn't even the notes or the rhythm or the melody that was, you know, being copied. It was the feel of the song. And as soon as that comes into play, it's like, you can't copyright a feeling. Yes. And I think people were quite mad about that lawsuit in particular because the jury is made up of eight people who aren't musicologists, you know, like they're not the ones that are going to be able to tell copying from inspiration or copying an exact thing from an idea. This is a whole different conversation, isn't it, when it's like, who is in the jury? Oh, I know. Who's judging this? Um, I'm going to leave you all with an excerpt that I agree with from Slate, which took a really deep dive into all the music involved here. When push comes to shove, do I think that Dua Lipa and her team are guilty of copyright infringement? Not at all. But do I think that a jury could be convinced that passages of levitating were plagiarised? Absolutely. And then they basically went on to say that a jury could easily be swayed if you saw it like note by note, side by side, but didn't really understand all the intent or the, and the nuances of this debate. Yeah. And then and then this excerpt finishes with, and besides, everyone loves a David and Goliath story. Given the success that levitating has found, it's easily it's easy to get swept up in the likely false narrative of a struggling artist toiling away in obscurity only for fame only for a famous pop star to make a smash hit by stealing their work yeah that is so true it's not these people sitting in their garages or whatever like writing a song posting it on social media and then Dua Lipa coming along hearing the song and being like oh that's quite good I'm gonna take it like that is absolutely not what would have happened here like I'm sure there have been cases where that's happened and if you're an artist and you're struggling and that's happened to you like then that that of course sucks I'm so sorry issues but I just think, yeah, David and Goliath story, we always love to tear people down that are doing well. And after the Robin Thicke lawsuit, people were like, oh, my God, well, this kind of sounds like my song. Maybe I can get five mil. For anyway, sure. so that's that's naughty. Yeah, that's, that's, that's story, naughty. Ads. But really interesting to talk about. The next story, uh, it's quite a quick one. It's mm-hmm. just about Kanye West. He has been banned from Instagram and the Instagrammies. <laughs> that better? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. good, yeah. It was a better one. I got a giggle. Yeah, so amid, amidst everything, like everything to do with Yay, which we've spoken about at length, um, he has been banned, well, he had a 24-hour freeze on his Instagram account, and this was for violating policies on hate speech, bullying, and harassment. This comes after he um, commented a racial slur on Trevor Noah's Instagram page. Trevor Noah, who hosts The Daily Show, actually um, made some really good and nuanced comments about Kim and Kanye and, like, multiple things being true at once. Mm -hmm. Some just really – he always has quite smart, smart takes. And, um, yeah, he obviously didn't like this, commented something he absolutely shouldn't have. And for his safety – and if you've heard our last podcast episode, you know that we do – care about his safety as well as condemn the shit that he does. Um, And for Kim's safety and for everyone else's safety online, Meta, who own Instagram, have decided to take him off the platform for that period of time. Which, Liv, a a constant thing that we kept coming back to in the last episode was that Kanye obviously has no one around him that can be a roadblock to him, like, not posting on social media. And so I'm actually, like, this is the one thing that can be done as one of the big tech platforms gets involved and they didn't ban him they didn't like take him off forever they put a 24-hour suspension on him yeah that's, and I think that's a good move I think it's a really good move I think it's kind of like 
taking it out of con- taking it out of Ye's hands, whatever way possible. I and know. I guess if no one on his team is doing that, then they've got to step in. That's exactly what I thought. And, and usually they shy away, Big Tech shies away from any form of regulation or whatever. But in terms of safety, they did have grounds to do this. Like not only Kim, Trevor Noah, like all the impressionable impressionable people mm. looking at it and I'm like to be honest good on you it's like grounding your child when they've done something wrong they yeah, need punishment absolutely. to learn there and needs to be a ceiling yeah absolutely does and so because of all of his online behavior as well Ye has also been banned from performing at the Grammys which again I am like there are consequences to your behavior like we can understand that mental health issues have led you here and we can understand that you are in a state that you can't control, but that means that someone else should step in, has stepped in, and to be honest, like hopefully these work out in Ye's favour as well because you Give know, him some time to sit back and think about things and mm. and, and you know that God some, complex that yeah. comes with like a state of mania is like, well when you realise you're not God because something steps in to actually be like, No, you can't do this. You've now got a barrier. Yeah. So so I think that's kind of nice. I think it's nice too. I think it's what had to be done. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you.